Hello and welcome to the MadActing.com podcast. This podcast features a review of games played at the Burton Doubles competition in 2016. To get best value from this podcast, please go to madaxman.com, click on the Match Reports section, and then follow the link for the Burton Doubles 2016 Match Reports. You will then be able to follow along and read the website whilst listening to the audio commentary. Please enjoy the podcast. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the very first ever episode of MadAxman.com's Curry and Dice with Adam and Tim. Hello. That's Adam, and I'm Tim. What we're trying to do today, because we're both wargamers, is be hideously, hideously overambitious. So we're doing a very first podcast, we're also doing a video podcast, and we're also cooking and reviewing a curry. So as well as talking about the Burton Doubles game um, from a few weeks ago at the, the Burton competition, we'll also be cooking eating and reviewing Sainsbury's Indian Takeaway for Two, which includes chicken tikka masala, chicken madras, also poppadom, no, actually no poppadoms on this one, but we do have a large plain naan and four onion barges. Sounds good, something to look forward to. Well, that's probably in about 15 minutes when we do a small break in this one, I go um, put the barges into the oven. But first up, let's really start talking about the game and, and Adam. So, um, first question would be um, Burton's competition. Um, I believe we've been going there for about 73 years, more or less, non-stop. Um, why Burton? Yeah, Burton's a classic, isn't it? it? As the double circuit, I think it was one of the very first ancient doubles competitions in the UK. Um, and because, well, I guess because it's in a town full of beer, it um, does help. It, it does. Being centrally located, it pulls in people from up north and down south. And over the years, it, it's moved around a bit. Um, one year, it was actually almost in the brewery, but, but the last few years, it's been settled in the, the town hall. And we haven't done it for a couple of years. I, I guess I've done the odd one for, for Renaissance, but, but we've taken a bit of a gap for it. But this year, we brought Art de la Guerre um, back into, into Burton Doubles. So they now play doubles with DBMM, uh-huh. um, Fog. And Art de la Guerre. That gut probably does reflect the confusion that's going on in the ancient um, competition scene. Um, and we might do um, quite a next podcast or two on talking about the different rules and how they all match up. But um, today we're going to concentrate on our Art de la Guerre competition. So, um, do you want to tell us a bit about um, the armies that we took and your process for thinking about um, how you arrived at the list? Yeah, no, sure, sure. The, well, the competition for DBMM, um, Fog, and Art de la Guerre was all for the same period. So I think it was 500 BC to 580, which that is... Classic, classic. It's like super Roman, yeah. really, isn't it? Would you like Romans with that? I think we'll have some Romans with that. And in, uh, in Art de la Guerre, the, the armies are very, very similar to the, the DBM armies in terms of the way they're split, but they do have funny, slightly French names. So what we looked at here was, was driven really by how can I use some of my um, old glory Roman legionaries that I haven't used for donkey's years because they're really nice. And added to that was a little bit of my Thracian Peltas are very nice. Mm-hmm. You can see a theme coming here about that stuff that stayed in the drawer for a long time. And uh, the Thracians, as you'll see when we come onto the pictures, are those enormous but lovely Zeiston figures. Um, and after that, because it's an allied, allied um, doubles competition, it was just was in a few cataphracts because they're probably quite good. Cataphracts work in period. And I've got to say, we did have a conversation about shall we just go mental and take Dacians or something really yep. silly. 
Um, but we did decide to try and take it half seriously and see if we could try and win games. So there was thought process involved about what would be effective. I'm not sure thinking about winning games is part of it, but I think it was more a, a slight worry that if we took the wrong army, you'd actually have a pretty grim weekend and, and finding out after game one that it was rubbish would sort of spoil the rest of the games. And, and in Burton, you know, drinking and, um, and and hangovers can spoil some of the games, and, and that's a good thing. So, But you don't want to double up on that with, with the <laughs> army as well, really. This is true. Yeah, so we, we had this army... The, we took the triumvirate Romans and a Judean Jewish ally, which is basically a Roman client state. It was a it was a Roman army light, and and again that that you'll see. Um, the two armies in Arts of Laguerre, each army has three commands. We had two armies with very very similar structure. Uh-huh. They they had a, a legionary command. The the Roman legionaries were better quality than the Judean legionaries. Mm. They had a allied command to both armies. One was Parthian. Mm-hmm. One was Armenian, um, which were the, the cataphracts and some light horse, almost identical in composition. Mm-hmm. And then two, which we, in inverted commas, called rough terrain uh, uh, commands, with Thracian peltasts, um, um, blokes with sticks. and Theophori, uh, that classic. Theophori, yes. I wasn't trying to say that. Um, I wasn't even trying to read it out. I'm not and, even sure if that's how you pronounce it, but it's close Well, enough. you know, I'm, I'm sure some Greek scholar will phone in and, and tell us that we're completely wrong. And actually, part of the other theme, um, two units of gladiators, because if you own four bases of gladiators, you've really got to use them. And, and they've not appeared since my my last ever FOG um, game, in, which was in Warfare about six or seven years ago. Um, and then one elephant just, just squeezed in there. The which, elephant's important. The elephant's important. So rolling on to um, the page, we've got, we're going to actually sort of scroll down and, and talk through some of these photos that, and, and talk through the game. You can obviously read along with this, but um, here it is. So that's the quick summary that, that we put. Two rough terrain commands, um, two legion commands, two, two cattle prep commands. Mm-hmm. And that gave us all sorts of different options in terms of deployment. It, it sort of felt like we were using three armies, not two. Yeah. I mean, there's two armies that are mirror identical, but the, the options there are, do we split them half each and go either side, or do we go cattle flag heavy on one front? Flank, do Legion we heavy. Yeah, you could double up, double down, or, or a lot of opportunities to get the deployment wrong as well, I guess. It's also important, one risk we had to say, one risk we were actually taking is where both armies had an ally, and allies would be um, unreliable, whatever it's called, in order to look at. I think it's unreliable, uh, yeah. possibly. Um, there was quite a lot of risk that we'd have unreliable commands, um, but that's a risk that we just saw. Uh, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? Really? Go. Roll the dice. So, so game one. Um, we were fighting a late Roman army with British arm, British allies. Um, this is your post-Roman British type thing, just just towards the end of the period. And the table was a pretty classic ancients table. A little bit of terrain on on both sides, big empty space. Made us think, and I don't think there was much there for um, for the rough terrain troops. Which was and this this was um, looking at this army, looking back at this army. This is an interesting thing. It's a common trope you get in ancients competitions about a rough terrain command. Um, and one of the questions is, if you don't have rough, rough terrain to put them in, what do you do? And this is one of the problems we had in this game. Well, looking at this game, I, you know, I was sitting on the left of the table, you were on the right. Mm-hmm. So, so clearly what I did about that problem was give that problem to you by giving <laughs> you both rough terrain commands. Well, thank you very much. That's it. It, it all worked. So we looks like we kind of stuck the legions in the middle. What rocket science? What thought? That must have taken ages. 
Um, we lobbed all the cataphracts on one flank and, and you drew the short straw of the complicated stuff. Um, to lose a flank slowly, I think, is the... While you went and um, scored a stunning victory with cataphracts, I think it was the plan. Well, given they were my figures, that was always going to happen, really. It's a so fair enough plan. That's what we've done, isn't it? And, and against us, loads of charging cavalry, some skirmishing stuff, which, which we weren't really used to, and then the, the foot um, on one side. So looking at that deployment, you know, you're, you're sat on the right with your legions and two rough terrain troops. Mm-hmm. What, what was your thoughts here? Do you um, think? The, the thoughts here, and it was always difficult, was um, the, ma- the major blow was coming um, from the le- so from the legions and the cataphracts. So the legions could just go down the middle and brace, um, and they're effective troops, so that's fair enough. Um, I was looking for you to push hard with the cataphracts on our left to go and win the game, and with the rough terrain troops to um, protect the flank and lose slowly. Protect the flanks of the legions, really, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and being sat there with the two cataphracts, that those sort of thin amount of enemy cavalry in the top left of the picture, that did look like a bit of a target. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it really was full steam ahead with with those cataphracts. So how did that develop? You know, that, that's the map as as you've seen. We've um, we've stuck there. I'm not sure these symbols will be the same each game. It depends <laughs> how how organised I was. But that was the um, rough terrain command with the elephants, the solid infantry in the middle, um, Armenians and Parthians over here. And that cavalry just felt like the target hit them and, and roll up and, and don't don't screw up too much over here. Indeed. Um, so so as the game starts, nice solid lines, two legions moving forwards, skirmishing troops out front. As Caesar intended. As Caesar intended, as, as Phil Barker intended. Um, not saying these are DBX-based rules, but they are. Um, and and the enemy weren't doing a vast amount um here they they just thrown through a few skirmishes. It was a bit of a waiting game. We were the ones who were going to get backache here, mm-hmm. and that was pretty much clear straight away. Um, this is a bit of a close up of, of the enemy army. You can see at the back there, there's actually a command whizzing across. This was the command who. Let's just have a look again. Um, this was the command who was sort of sat here. They started moving off behind the army, and I think we're all still quite new at ADLG. It, it was a bit of a surprise to see them moving, but. It was um, to think that they would move that far, but to be fair, we should have sort of realised this, and to give credit to our opponents, it was a correct move. They saw the weak part of our line, and they uh, moved troops there to um, put pressure on the weak part and try and collapse us there. It's a good and, move. And, and all we were doing, really, was just thinking about when the bar was open and just rolling straight forward with our troops, so not, not the cleverest um, thing to do about it. So this must be the, the end of their line. You can just see the cataphracts at the, in here in this corner. So, so this command used to occupy this space. They they've moved out. Um, it does look a bit of a bit of a hanging flank, but equally our cataphracts are a, a bit of a way away from it as well. So they they've got to swing round, and, and that is a big blob of solid infantry. And I think there's some some cavalry here, but that's a difficult choice really when you've only got you know well, only six seven of these fairly slow moving cataphracts. Mm-hmm. Was it chew up the cavalry and then then try roll up the infantry? The infantry are still going to wait there till the, the Judean legionaries come in. So, moving that big gap did did give us a little bit of a problem that we didn't really do anything about. It did, and I think um, one thing, and this is a lesson, is um, cataphracts are quite powerful going forwards. But if there's nothing in front of them, um, they are very very slow and unremovable to turn. So where the troops disappeared from in front of them, we always struggled to um, leverage their power. No, I think we did, and. Um 
maybe that's something about the rules kind of working like war games rules should. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Is this this is your bit of the table, isn't it? Um, this is my bit of the table, and I was I was hoping to um, echelon my advance so the rough terrain t- troops um, stayed back. The problem being, as everyone else went forward, they got pulled forward in the wake. Um, and they ended up standing in the open against quite powerful shooting cavalry, cavalry that was backed in the background um, with some charging cavalry. So this is a match-up that I wasn't really looking forward to. But at least you, you know, you've kept the um, light infantry in front of the elephant, which which is really important in Art de la Guerre because all other troops, uh, you'll see this rule since if you're you're reading it, but all other troops have the opportunity to rally once they mm-hmm. receive hits. But the mechanic is that elephants can't. So if an elephant gets shot it loses an awful lot of um, its its capabilities. Which is really cute, actually, because it makes elephants quite powerful going frontally, but once they start going down, they um, they can't come back out, which is, as a rule mechanic, um, quite impressive, really, kind of and very simple. Oh, so the, the shooty cavalry have rushed up, and they're, they're really starting to shoot at your Thracians here, and it looks like you're picking up some markers <coughs> there. They, and they... Two, two things went wrong here, really. Um one was um, these rough terrain troops um, being out in the open, and so it's always going to be a problem. But they had to come forward because look, you can already see his cavalry is coming past the flank. And yeah, that's um, his cavalry as well. Oh indeed. Um, and the second thing that went wrong is um, I didn't read the rules, and um, my opponent told me that um, the shooting was on um, even factors, um, and in art of uh, it's a contested dice throw. Um, so whoever gets more wins um, and shooting I should have actually been adding one to my dice um, so my commands went down quite quickly to shooting um, somewhat quicker than they should have done so that's a schoolboy make sure you read the rules error but you know I, that's still your fault though isn't it oh absolutely <laughs> okay just wanted to get that get that one clear um, so so what's happening here this this command's whizzing across the cavalry have pushed forward because they see a kind of squishy target some infantry are kind of creeping forwards as well our Parthians and Armenians are going as quickly as possible and, and this unit of cavalry had actually moved up so I was actually thinking driving these two commands brilliant they're coming to fight we're going to have a bit of a go at this I oh, should good. win by numbers and then, then into here by the time these two slam in that that was the expectation but, but our, our, as the game developed our, our opponents continue um, continue cheated by using such things like tactics yeah. and plans and stuff that was um, that was a great now, great our, our roll straight forward just just started to look a bit grim, didn't it? So, um, oh, here we go. You're out of the woods again. You're picking up markers left, right, and centre. You're you're trying to do some overlappy stuff there, but um, more of the same, really. Yeah, so I'm just trying to roll forward, trap something, but trying to um, trying to outmanoeuvre cavalry with uh, is always uh, not a fairly really. big challenge. And then, if, if you're watching, you know, if you're looking at this on the actual page, you'll be able to play this video. Um, Amazing! How did I pick this video out with the Romans and Judeans to? Um, and to surprisingly choose? enough, everyone that we played managed to start quoting this um, without actually seeing this video. How, seeing the video. How, yeah. how could we have expected yeah. that? You're just stacked up with markers here. This is just not. Look, you actually you've lost a base there. This this formation's starting to thin out. The, the right hand command's going down quite quickly. The left hand command that's got the protection of the elephant and the skirmishes is um, solider. Is that a word? No. Um, more solid than yeah, um, I'll give you that one. Um, but yeah, the um, the flank the flank medium foot command is um, on its way out quite quickly. Right. Okay. And then yeah, this is just more of the same. Oh, you you chewed one away there. The gladiators are coming back into action, but that's starting to be a pretty big gap, isn't it? Yeah. They'll be running around your back areas quite soon. So 
here, here's where the opponent did something really tricky. These were the cavalry who pulled forwards. The buggers turned around and ran away. Tactics. And faced with that solid line of um, elite and, and ordinary cataphracts, you can kind of see why they would. So, And I can see that you've managed to manoeuvre the cataphracts so they're facing um, rough terrain, which is um, a good move. I think you'll find they're facing rough terrain and no opposition as well. But psychologically, I was hoping to achieve it. No, no. I, I, yeah, <laughs> it was just... Um, this was then you suddenly thought, oh, they, they've got tactics. That's really unfair. So here's the cavalry running away. Here's the infantry coming back in. They just clattered into those and, mm-hmm. and doing some real damage. And, and the infantry are moving slowly up. So so that's where we're at now. Um, we're starting to see pictures of... God, look at those. That's actually a whole other unit of bowmen and, and auxilia. And, right. So talk me through where that elephant is, Adam. How, how's that on its own? Um, it's on its own because um, that command was going down. Right. And either that elephant... Um, Tries to achieve something against a mounted because it's sti- it's not on its own. It's still going forward with gladiators, and you, it's still you next to them. This. I'm just going to put the barges in the other. That's side. important. Um, the elephant and the gladiators are still protecting the flank of the legionnaires um, to the side, which is important. And they can kind of see a mounted target coming up, which is smelling good. A right. better place to be than just being shot at by mounted bow all the time. I suppose that's possibly true. Um, Oh, look at the pack. So you've hit the marker. You've got, what, one, two, three people shooting at you. You've got auxiliary in the... You've just given up by now, haven't you? He had to go in before he died from shooting. So, yes, basically, I thought I might get lucky and take something with me before he goes down. And then, this is when we (laughs) discovered... We didn't even... I'm not sure we even knew this was in the rules, but our opponents did. Elephant rampage. Hooray. So we discovered that the elephant went down. Yep. And when it dies... Interesting stuff happens. This is like a rule from the 70s. It's brilliant. It's, isn't it? it's just absolutely nuts. It can go straight forwards, it can go sideways, it can just trample people. There are some stuff from the 70s that are brilliant. Chelsea boots, elephant rampage rules, sex pistols, it's all good. Yeah, I suppose it is. So it's gone. Everybody was excited about this. Yeah. People across the whole hall, and many of the troops, as you'll see, were just really, really thrilled. Um, but, but it's still gone, isn't it? Yeah. Um, back in the box. So, but now. At last, the Roman legions are in. Oh, do you just want to um, tell the audience what actually happened with the excitement of the elephant rampage? Yeah, diddly squat. It, it routed straight backwards into a gap and, and nobody got trampled. Which it boring. could have ramp- routed there, it could have routed here, could have been over here, but it just went backwards into a gap. Yeah. Diddly squat. But but we were excited until we rolled the Next dice. time. Which is possibly the story of, of most of our gaming career. But yeah, so legions are in, or cavalry are in. So you've got your frontline troops... They're finally in, and you've got a little bit of stuff defending the flank. Mm-hmm. And it's better that they fight frontally while they can, rather than while, while they're being hit in the flank as well. I think. Yeah, good call. I can't believe this command's still going, but is that is that the infantry that came all the way across? <laughs> yes. As wow. it turns out, it wasn't really needed, because the cavalry did a decent <laughs> enough job on their own, but it looked impressive, and it was good marching and stuff. But and I suppose we're a good, you know, what, hour and a half, or maybe quite sure into the game now but it, to be able to redeploy a whole command makes it kind of an interesting game you know yeah. you, you can it's not just a roll forwards game there's there's strategic well, for some people for us it, yeah well, barely for us um, so the cavalry have, have run away the cataphracts are slowly wheeling around the infantry are in here and um, that command's completely gone with the elephant 
everybody is now piling into to the Thracians. And, and really, I guess we're looking to see if our best troops can, can win here before this lot reorganise themselves mm-hmm. and slap us here and also see if we can nick a few of those because that's, that's starting to be quite, quite dangerous as well. In fact, oh, look, can you believe it? I did manage to turn the cataphracts around. This is evidence. It's proof. It's really happened. And I've got an overlap here and there in all sorts of trouble. And, and look at that, not a single marker. And that is a nice solid line of leaderies, which is what we were looking to do. So how did this? We managed to find a flank there. We've managed to not be hit and flank the other side, even though we spent a lot of time doing it. it. It's not happened yet, that's what I'm guessing. We've managed it so far. You've managed it, yeah, right. <clears throat> Dig yourself out of a hole. But let, let's look. So, ooh, ooh, look, three... One base on its own. Mm. See, what I was doing there was um, I was pulling a huge amount of his army away from the important fight to gang up on a few now worthless no, no, bases no, no. of medium the, the only like intelligible, comprehensive thing out of that photo is the fact that this must have been before the bar opened because that's coffee. That's the only real value I can get out of that photo. I'm really sorry, just moving on. Still early. Oh, look at oh, this. Oh, look at those. There's yellow, there's green, there's red. So that's, what, that's three hits, two hits, one hit. These guys can take three hits and the fourth one, bang, they're gone. gone. So our, our impressive plan of getting in a straight line and getting into a lucky dice fest seems yep. to be um, paying off. But they, I'm not sure, I don't think these guys are as good as ours. We've got armour up to about there, mm-hmm. which is a, a plus factor. Some, a couple of your legionaries are elite as yep. well. I think these were just sort of squishy Romanos. So but at the other end, that's where he's got his charging wide and down cover. Oh, so that was yeah, that was a bit yeah, exciting yeah, as, well. as well. And they're not ridden down so far. Oh, and the cataphracts are starting to come in. Big surprise. Yeah, I had to picture that one. Um, so I think you've got one light infantry there. Haven't I you? think yeah. I think um, where you've written our right flank is best crossed over is sums up quite yes, well. That could be it. Yeah. And um, so actually, here's. Cataphract's not in the game. So one, two, three... F- well, that one's not really in, is it? So we managed to get... I've managed... Sorry, sorry, I will put my hand up for that. Managed to get four cataphracts out of the eight, sort of near the enemy here. Well played. And the, and the cavalry are turning round to try and try and stop the roll-up of, of the flank. So they've delayed us from all for time. They've taken quite a lot um, out there, but now we are starting to make some inroads into it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that must have been a good round of combat, <laughs> wasn't it? Like, wow. Unless we missed a few photos, but um, that is looking fairly impressive. Gone, 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 gone. Um, oh, the enemy troops right at the top. We um, just yeah. let's not. Oh, that's that's cavalry in your flank, isn't it? Yeah, that, yeah that's me nice. fending off the enemy yeah. um, enemy flank yeah, attack. Right, so, so we've run out of things to roll up. We've killed them all. Killed them. Like they're yeah. all gone. Yep. And um, and this is the cavalry turning to your flank. And when you get hit in the flank in ADLG. That's not good, is it? It's as it should. Or it should. actually, flanks not disastrous. Front and flank—that's when it's really when it's disastrous, really which is as it should be, really. Okay. That's just a shot of the everything. It's just him. You just had him left, the general, didn't you? Yes. The entire command was wiped out. Fantastic. So here, the battle's actually swung. They crushed us here. This is sort of the front line. We've just got a couple of siloi left here. The legion is fighting. It's battered everybody to the front. They're all gone. But it's now turning and facing a bit of a rearguard action against all these cavalry and infantry coming in this side. And the cataphracts are just chasing anybody they can here. So this is a, a pretty... Stuff's happened in this battle, hasn't it? For, yeah. for our first Art de la Guerre doubles in this period, stuff's happened. It's not just a line-up. And once things have, have won, they can actually go on and do something. 
but yeah, faster. That that just sums it up, doesn't it? The cataphracts needed to do things faster. The cataphracts needed to be closer to the heart of the action. I think is a lesson that we yeah. did actually take out of this game. Yeah, they could have gone straight down the middle. Um, and that's a very well reorganised line, isn't it? Now that's yeah. all together, they can just start sweeping forwards. Everything they hit's got two overlaps, and and that's going to roll us up pretty quickly. Um, in fact, yeah, that, so that's your last legionary. Yes, um, that's um, and that was our best troops out of what five five units, six units, chewed up all the way along that line. Which is fair enough, really. Yeah, they collapsed the flank. Yeah. So you can't get much more stuff happening than that. That's quite spectacular, isn't it? The cavalry, they're still hanging on. As actually, it's more important that we kill the cavalry than because there's nothing left to roll mm -hmm. up here. We're just trying to chase the cavalry, and, and they're trying to stop. Um, so again, slightly different view. We formed a slightly more coherent line. We brought the whole battle this went through that 90 degree turn. Thing. Really, these were light horses who started over here, but there was no way through here, so they're just holding off some of the um, enemy troops there. It looks like a cataphract has squirted its way into this space to try and try and shore up this as well. But these are just in a long old slogging match, and there's, there's markers appearing as these two fight each fight it out with each other. And it's yeah, it's that 90 degree turn, and looks like. That's actually the end. So we'll I think call we, that a draw. we well, well, we would call it a draw. I think technically, maths called it a forty-two to fifty-one loss under the French scoring system, but it's effectively a draw. Neither army's been beaten. And I think game. Um, at one point I thought that was going to be a loss, so to retrieve yeah. it from um, from a, what did look to be quite a nasty position. I think we can um, be pleased that we didn't go down to a loss. No, I think I think you're absolutely right. And um, yeah, Annabel wasn't keen. But, um, <laughs> That's, that's, that's not unusual. Really. So, Mr. Tim, what lessons would you draw from that game? Well, I think the lesson I've drawn from that game is that we can just about get through talking about one of these battles in the time it takes to cook a curry. So um, let's let's get the curry out of the oven and um, tune in for the next episode of um, Curry and Dice with Adam and Tim on, on madaxman.com. And um, hopefully that's been entertaining for you.